Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jan Scruggs, uh, founder of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C., uh, which is on the mall uh, near the Lincoln Memorial. It's five million visitors a year. Well, do you ever wonder how we got this design? You're about to meet the person who sort of choreographed it. His name is Paul Spry Reagan, a graduate of MIT, which is the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Fulbright scholar, worked in Italy, Sweden, lectured in schools of architecture uh, throughout America and urban planning as well, and was director of urban design for the American Institute of Architects, author, editor of a dozen books. Uh, he, he's very well known. So I started out on this chaotic quest for a national Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington. And finally, the right team came into place. And the chairman, a fellow named John P. Wheeler, uh, he said, look, I've done my research and the best way to get a good design is through the architectural design competition. And there's one person in the entire nation, if not the world, who's actually the expert on design competitions, uh, Paul Spry Reagan. And uh, at this time, we'll hear a little bit from Paul Spry Reagan about how this design competition was arranged and uh, how things kind of went out of, uh, out of kilter when we entered the world of politics and uh, controversy and uh, ultimately had a happy ending. And here is Paul Spry Reagan. Well, uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, Jan, to have this conversation with you and, and for people who listen to your podcasts. But first, I have to say how much the nation owes you. The nation owes you a great uh, debt of gratitude for, uh, for uh, the creation of the Vietnam Memorial. You're the one who introduced the idea. You're the one who persisted, fought it through, and uh, really changed the way our country thinks of military service, and especially that very, very dark period. Uh, I remember when uh, I was first called, it was in August 19, 1979, 1980. I had a, a telephone call from uh, one of the members of, of the uh, sponsor group, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial uh, Fund. And uh, I remember the first interview I had in a small office uh, here in Washington. Uh, it just happened that I had done two things uh, regarding competitions. Design competitions have never been my major uh, interest as an architect. They've always been a side interest, but I think a very important one. I had written a book on design competitions, and I was also chairing a, a committee of the American Institute of Architects that was reconsidering their uh, uh, their position and their the, the methodology that uh, they developed for running uh, design competitions. And just at that time, I had the call from uh, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund, and I thought two things: uh, this would be a terrific uh, this would be a terrific uh, opportunity to demonstrate uh, how to run how to run competitions <laughs> properly. So the timing couldn't have, couldn't have been better. Uh, I also remember one of the, the first thought I had 
when uh, I was sitting in the interview and it really looked like this thing was going to be a go. That is that you were really going, going to go ahead uh, and uh, uh, bring me on to, uh, uh, to, de to, to develop and manage to run the, uh, a design competition. And my thought was this, this is going to be the best goddamn design competition ever run for anything. I really wanted it to be outstanding. I had another thought as well, that it was going to be a miracle if we could get anything done. Knowing, knowing the difficulty of uh, creating memorials in Washington, that's remained a constant, and uh, knowing how difficult it was to procure a design and get uh, procure a design through a competition and get it approved by the many different agencies uh, that uh, oversee all memorials, uh, all, all memorials in Washington. Uh, fortunately, I've been, I'd, uh, let's see, I'd come to Washington in 1960, and I really knew the way the place worked. I knew uh, most of my work uh, uh, has been uh, government or institutional work. And uh, there were many times when I've uh, had to present uh, projects to the uh, National Capital Planning Commission, to the Commission of Fine Arts, and to the National Park Service, which was the primary uh, federal agency for overseeing the memorial project. I, I knew these agencies, I have high respect for them. Uh, I knew the people on the, their staffs, uh, they were my friends, they were friends and colleagues. So I knew how this system worked and the competition was organized uh, with that fully, fully in mind. It had to be. It, uh, many people fear, uh, uh, fear the process they have to go through or have hesitation with the process they have to go through to get approval from these agencies. In our case, I think it was a tremendous advantage uh, the memorial design, when it was presented, was really quite uh, sh shocking, I would say, to a lot of people. Uh, uh, and, uh, of course, there was great controversy about it. That's normal. That's happened with every, every memorial in this city. Uh, uh, and uh, in our case, our design, the design that was selected from the competition, was protected by this process. Once it started to be approved, it really had the protection of the agencies, and it was very difficult to meddle around with it. There were attempts at doing that, and through the, uh, through the uh, guidance of the uh, federal approval agencies, particularly the Commission, the Commission of Fine Arts, our, our design prevailed. Uh, uh, I, I think we also set another record uh, if you look at the history of memorials in Washington, start with the Washington Monument. That was proposed, I think, sometime in the 1830s. It wasn't completed until about 50 years later. There was a long period when it was uh, just a third of it was built. Uh, the Lincoln Memorial, there was proposals to make a memorial for uh, uh, Lincoln soon after he was uh, killed. Well, the memorial that we see now, that we have now, and that we revere, uh, was, I think, dedicated only in 1922. And you could look at all of them, including the ones that have, uh, uh, the memorial projects that have happened since the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. They take much, much longer. From, uh, from the time we had the design, when the, when the uh, competition ended, to the time it was dedicated, 
was only 29 months. That's amazing. And it would have been less if there hadn't been the objection to it. Now, as far as the objection goes, that, of course, got a huge amount of attention. That's news. Uh, controversy is always news. Uh, as it ha the, the controversy, as you, as you just uh, said before, Jan, was between whether the, uh, it should be a memorial to the war or, mem or a memorial to, the, uh, to uh, our fellow citizens who served and died. And I think your decision, the decision of the, of the uh, sponsor group, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, was absolutely right. That this is a, this would be a memorial to the uh, to the uh, pre the uh, soldiers who served and and the women who served as well, uh, and I think if it had been otherwise, if it had been a memorial to the war, nothing would ever have been built, because it was the war that was controversial. It was the servicemen who took, who uh, had, who paid for that dearly, especially when they came back that they weren't recognized. They had served their country. They had been asked to serve their country, and they did. Now, you could think what you'd, what you'd like about the war. I thought it was, a, I, I thought it was a, one of the, I think it was one of the biggest mistakes our country ever made. It was really unnecessary. We know that in retrospect. Can you imagine if the memorial had been uh, proposed as a memorial to the war, the protests that would have come up against that, we would have gotten nothing. And in the uh, the rules for the competition were very very simple. Uh, the uh, the uh, we wanted to have I, th I think this was your, at your insistence uh, the names of all the some fifty eight thousand American servicemen who had died. The memorial was not to be an expression in uh, one way or the other regarding the rightness or wrongness of the war. I think that was one of the several key decisions that made this thing happen. Uh, at the uh, time, uh, there, had been a there had been many competitions in Washington. In fact, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, our Capitol building, the Washington Monument, uh, the, uh, the President's House, the, what we know as the White House, and even the Lincoln Memorial were the results of design competitions. There was nothing uncommon about that use. Most of our state capitals across the country were the result of design competitions. But uh, in more recent years, uh, there the design competitions in Washington, the atmosphere uh, regarding design competitions was rather negative. There, in the 30s, there had been a design competition for a new Smithsonian uh, Museum, and that, uh, that competition failed. Nothing ever came of it. Um, uh, uh, closer to us, there had been uh, there had been a major competition for a memorial to Franklin Delano Roosevelt (FDR), and that had, of course, a lot of attention. But the competition failed. It did, nothing ever happened from that, and it took, I think, three iterations of effort before the uh, the FDR memorial that we have uh, was uh, was realized. So the atmosphere for competitions was not a very good one in Washington, and that was the uh, uh, that was a, that was the condition in which we did the memorial. Yeah. Uh, as uh, I think, as, at the time, it was the biggest uh, uh, competition in terms of participation 
ever held. I, I had done a lot of studies on it, and there was never any, uh, uh, never previously uh, in history was there one that had so many uh, uh, participants. Uh, the competition was open to, en to every American citizen. Any anyone with an idea could enter. I think uh, design competitions are a form of democracy where everybody gets a chance, everyone who has any interest in the subject gets a chance to make a proposal. Uh, we, uh, I think the only rule for eligibility was you had to be an American citizen and 18 years old. I, if I were doing it again, I'd get rid of the 18 years old. <laughs> you never know, you never know as we proved, as we proved, you never know where the great idea is gonna come from. In this case, it was a 22-year-old, 21, 22-year-old undergraduate student uh, at Yale University who did, uh, uh, who's, uh, who was taking a, 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 an elective course in uh, architectural design. She wasn't in a professional architectural studies program. And uh, the, uh, her instructor, Andy Burr, uh, assigned as one of four uh, class projects uh, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. So that's how it began. That's some of the uh, background of it. I must say too that um, uh, there are three cornerstones of a uh, of a of a good comp uh, design competition. One, you have to have a really really important serious subject. The subject has to have great social merit. The second is you have to have a really good sponsor with good funding. We had, a, I, I can't say enough about the group, uh, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. I reported directly to one of the um, members of that group, uh, Bob Dubeck, who was just outstanding to work with. And then I worked, of course, with, with several others, Jack Wheeler, Art Mosley, all the others. Uh, so the, the subject, one, one cornerstone is the subject, one is the sponsor group, and the third is running the competition properly. And that's, that's where I came in. And with the knowledge that I'd had from studying uh, competitions all through history, uh, using the techniques that really, really worked, that were most reliable, that's how it worked. I must, I must say that um, there had been one really major, uh, well, there have been competitions all the time, but there was a, one really great American success, a very successful competition uh, and that was the Jefferson Expansion Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial Expansion Arch uh, in St. Louis. That was a competition in the late, uh, an idea actually from the 30s, a competition in the late 40s, finally realized in the, uh, in the early uh, 60s. So uh, we, had, uh, we had the biggest participation when we announced the competition we had uh, something like f over 5,000 inquiries. Uh, of those 5,000 or so people who inquired, about half of them, I think 2,600 uh, individuals or teams registered to do the competition. And out of those, uh, uh, it was again half. It's always half, half, half. Half people inquire, register, half of them end up submitting. So we had over 1,400 uh, design submissions. When we um, received the commission, the, uh, uh, the submissions, the designs, they were on large panels, two panels per submission was allowed. 
when we set them up uh, at a hangar at Andrews Air Force Base, which we were fortunately able to procure for this display, for the jurors to uh, uh, to uh, view all the designs, it was a linear mile and a third of design, a linear mile and a third. And I calculated that to, um, I did very careful calculations for, on the logistics of this whole thing, it was absolutely necessary. And I calculated it would take you about, about two and a half hours to walk by the whole thing, not stopping, but walk, walking very slowly just to get an idea. <coughs> excuse me, of what the uh, designs, you know, what, what the designs were like. <coughs> so uh, with that, uh, let's see, there, there are so many other, so many other parts to this. I'm, I might, I, I should mention the jury, who's very seldom uh, mentioned. I prefer to think of them not as a jury making a decision up or down this or that, but more as assessors, evaluators. Uh, there were eight, we had eight jurors, an, a, an even number, funny reason for that. Um, I wanted to have the broadest representation in, uh, among design professionals to, uh, to evaluate the, uh, uh, the, the submissions. By the way, uh, the final jury is the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. You were the ones who accepted the jury's recommendation. They evaluated the designs, they explained the reason for their recommendation, and you accepted it. So jury isn't quite the right word. It's a panel, assessment panel. Anyway, um, the, uh, there were eight, uh, eight jurors. We had, well, let's call them that, it's easier. We had two architects, two landscape architects, uh, and three sculptors. The reason for, and then one other person who was not a designer, but who was an eminent author and, and a commentator in the design field. I had known not all of the uh, jurors uh, personally, but I knew many of them. And uh, the ones I didn't know personally, I knew of, and I knew their reputations. One uh, of them is still alive, by the way. That's one. Hunt. Yeah, one. R uh, Richard Hunt, uh, a really marvelous sculptor in... Uh, 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 working out of Chicago, uh, works in metal. The reason we had uh, uh, three uh, uh, sculptor uh, sculptor jurors was um, I knew the world of art. I know the world knew the world of architecture. I knew the world of landscape architecture. I certainly knew sculpture, but not 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 in the same way. So um, uh, and um, the. Uh, uh, architects, these are all senior gray eminences, so they they had done in their careers and were still doing a great diversity of work. But sculptors are known for a particular direction or type of sculpture, and um, we wanted and uh, we didn't want we didn't want the uh, de uh, the designers, the uh, people, the competitors to study the jurors and uh, try to design for them. Uh, another thing was that uh, the, uh, the the members of the uh, sponsor group were not really that were not in the design world, and I wanted to make sure that they really really could have confidence in the jurors. So uh, we arranged that each juror would be interviewed, would meet with the uh, with the sponsor group, 
so they could get to know each other. And the sponsor group could say, you know, these guys are artists, sure. But they also, you know, go to baseball games. <laughs> they, uh, they watch football. They, uh, they, they do a lot of other things. They're real people. Uh, and uh, so, so we established confidence between the juror, the jurors, and the sponsor group. We had three uh, sculptors because I wasn't sure which one, which uh, which, which would be right. Eh? So we interviewed three. You liked all three, so I said, "Okay, let's have all three. <laughs> and that's how it, that's how it worked. Yeah, people should understand too that we asked that each of the designers design and memorial that was reflective and contemplative. Yes. Those words kind of called for something very landscaped and and quiet. Yes. For every every proposal had to have a way to express to show the names of, of the casualties. That which would become the central feature of the memorial. Yes. Go ahead, John. Yeah. Myelin's design has really uh, resonated with other monuments throughout the country. There are approximately three half-scale replicas that travel the country yep. and go to small communities. The guy in Indiana made an exact 100% replica, uh, which is in some little small town, Indiana. And uh, a memorial, a three-quarter replica is being built in uh, uh, Massachusetts in, in the relatively near future as well. They have the money, they're just the, the granites on the way. So flattery is uh, <laughs> imita imitation is flattery, it's imitation, uh, it's a wonderful thing. So uh, how about some closing thoughts from you? You have the big mind, uh, Paul, about what is the impact of this Vietnam Veterans Memorial? on architecture, on memorialization, uh, on the country, and uh, in our architecture, perhaps, in other countries? Well, the, the competitions have always, uh, the, the history of architecture is a history of competitions. And in fact, if you think about it, look, every, <clears throat> every building project is the result of a competition, competition for the opportunity to build, for the land, for the financing. Uh, for, for for every aspect of it, it's a competitive pro, uh, uh, process. The one part of it that's uh, been, uh, I think, not given sufficient attention is the uh, finding the right design. And that's where design competitions come in. They're used much more in other countries than they, than they are here. Uh, nevertheless, as a result of, the, uh, of our success, the success with the Vietnam Memorial, uh, uh, the competition, uh, uh, the idea of doing competitions was revived. And following that, there was a competition for the uh, Korean Memorial just nearby, and uh, later for the um, World War II Memorial. And uh, it really did revive the, uh, uh, revive the interest in holding design competitions. As far as the, 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 um, the actual design for the Vietnam Memorial, it was it it was very uh, a very strange idea for a lot of people, but uh, designs of that kind for memorials are not at all unusual. Uh, uh, there are a number I could mention. We we really don't have time, but let me mention just one. It was um, not so much a memorial as a kind of installation. 
I don't know. In fact, I don't know if it was uh, really a, uh, uh, a competition, but I suspect it was. In 2015, they had the Climate Conference in Paris. As a, a sculpture installation, I'm not sure what, what it really can be called, uh, there was a, uh, <clears throat> an Icelandic Danish uh, designer, a guy, a guy who does just all, all sorts of things, uh, Olafur Eliasson. And what he did was he got 12 huge hunks of floating uh, um, icebergs from the North Sea, mm. hauled them to Scandinavia mm. with tugboats, put them on refrigerator trucks, brought them to Paris, and these 12 great big huge hunks of uh, iceberg were arranged as a clock, one, two, three, four, and it had a big circular clock in front of a building in Paris called the Pantheon, which is the place where they, all the heroes, the great heroes of, uh, of uh, Paris are laid to rest and where there are memorials for them all through the history of Pantheon. And in front of this thing was this great big clock made of icebergs, which melted during, during the conference on climate. I think it was absolutely brilliant. Well, there are designs of this type for memorials and the Vietnam Veterans Memorial stands among them. Most recently in the United States, a really fine one in Montgomery, Alabama, is a memorial to lynching. Really a superb piece of work. So I think um, getting our public architecture through competitions, through a democratic design process, where we have let all our citizens have a chance to express an idea, I think is a very American thing to do. And it was largely uh, brought back uh, by the uh, Vietnam Veterans Memorial Project. Well, we want to thank you for your time, Paul, and uh, for your contribution to our country. I would also remind the listeners that Paul has many hobbies, including making these uh, airplanes, these small airplanes that fly, designing them, and it's very meticulous, requires a lot of measuring and skill, and then he's very talented as a uh, watercolor painter as well, so he continues to <laughs> improve uh, himself every day. So thanks again, Paul. That's been great, John. I really appreciate uh, this opportunity. Thank you very much.